0: This is Internet Marketing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 127
1: of Internet Marketing. My name is Andy White. And my name is Kelvin Thomas Newman. I never normally include hey, the middle we've name. We've got something
0: in common. Both of us have got a middle name of Thomas. I did not know that. We've yeah. known each other for what? How many years, Andy? And yeah. At th- least one. At least one. My mother was going to call me Andrew John Thomas, but she okay. dropped the John. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> today we talking about uh, link building tools. Uh, Mr. Mr. Newman, you've got a few link building tools yeah. to tell us about. Yeah.
1: Well, me and Andy were having a bit of a nose back through our stats and um, you know the download figures and that. And one of the things that really stood out while looking through that process, and I recommend anyone who's got any kind of content to look back through the stats it's quite how popular um, the news and tools episodes are um, of the podcast and it's not ones that we've been doing as much of recently so what I wanted to do was to share some tools particularly around link building because I've been at quite a few conferences recently and I've Shared a few of the tools, um, the myself, and also picked up on some that other people have used um, along that process. So this is particularly for people who want to get more links to their websites, but also it sort of overlaps quite a bit in terms of social media. So there's some particular tools that I've come across that I thought people would find really useful um, and handy. Now the first of those is a um, it's a company and service called Taluna, um, which is spelled T O. L-U-N-A, um, which I always spell wrong, but that's how it's spelled. Taluna. Taluna. Now, what they have is a really interesting service um, based around getting market research or survey data. Now, probably the easiest way to understand how Taluna works is to give you an example of how I've used it for a client site visibility. So this was for a client. It was a couple of, well, quite a few months ago now in the run up to Valentine's Day. Um, and they had an event going on around Valentine's Day. So we thought, well, we could do some press releases about this, but really we need to meet. You know, uh, a company does what they do isn't really that newsworthy. <laughs> so um, we said, okay, well, what, what can we do? And, you know, we understood from a PR perspective, but also online, a great way of getting some attention is to have a stat, a statistic, some data behind what it is that you're doing. Um, so we wanted to do a survey. So the question we had was, and this was with a week to go to Valentine's Day, how many people had romantic plans for Valentine's Day? How nice. How nice. So we did the survey, and I can't remember the precise statistics off the top of my head, but it was something like 79% of people didn't have plans for Valentine's Day. So that was great for us for this, because it was actually a kind of a girls' night out type event. So it was a, you know, um, you know don't have a boyfriend or your husband's not romantic enough to take you out for a meal instead go and do this thing with your girly mates Um, so that was really good and then we were able to turn that into a press release we were able to pitch that to, to journalists now the problem with that is that normally with those types of research you've either got a have a big mailing list of customers already who you ask them to carry out the survey, and you might give them a prize for it, or you have to go to a market research company, and that can be quite expensive. And for link building, really, you want cheap ideas that uh, you know you can try as many of them as you like, and if a few of them work, that's really good. If they don't work, they've not cost you too much money. That's the the best approach to pretty much any online marketing, um, and that's where Taluna comes in. So basically, they have a big mailing list for want of a better description big network of users who get paid to fill in surveys now it's not a lot of money and i wouldn't recommend people go and do that to make money for themselves but as a marketer it means i can tap into that audience ask them a series of questions and get a response back it's a sort of ready-made mailing list that you can survey yeah and you can survey them and you can specify whether you want people with a certain gender country Interest, all these different areas. So, um, and it's really quick. Like well, the first time we did it, and this was the first one we did back in February. We we thought, okay, well, we need three or four days to get this data back, mm. and we set it up at like midday, and we'd got all the results in by twelve thirty. So, in you can, half an hour in half an hour. So you can specify how many people you want to survey. And I think we did one hundred and fifty for that mm. one, so relatively small numbers. Do you presume um, this is a
0: paid service? It's a paid service. Yes.
1: So um, you either go, I want twenty five. 50 100 150 and i think you go up to like 5000 or something mm. like that and the price is scaled on the number of people and the number of questions you're asking but mm. for a simple survey for a press release where well, you maybe want to survey 150 250 people um with one simple question that's like a yes no or a wow. multiple choice it's about sort of 40 pounds so can you can you choose, can you filter the type of people you can now yeah. it's not really really specific like you might if you were doing some proper in-depth market research but say for us on that one it's like well we wanted women in the uk mm. and what their answer was but also you get data back about the people so we knew that actually of that 79 percent, those who are over 50 had a different percentage and those that were under 25 had a different percentage mm. so you can get that data out as well so yeah um so great for pr style approaches to luna check that out um next one is um not really a tool but kind of a technique that's quite simple to explain um and so in link building writing content for other people's websites can be a really good idea and one of the ways that most people do that is by guest posting so guest posting is andy yes. might have a blog yes i write a blog post for andy's site andy gets a great bit of content i get linked back from andy's I've done that blog. before guest yeah. posting yeah um, and the problem for that can be well, how do you find people to guest post for? Now, mm. if you know them, it's brilliant, but what if you don't know people? Now, the way that many people would do that is they trawl around finding blogs, then approaching people who might never have heard of guest posting. To I'm listening intently
0: here, Kelvin, yep, because yep. this is
1: me. Okay. So, yeah, and if you're trawling around trying to find those people who, and you contact the blogger and say, can I write a guest post for you? And, like, well, what's a guest post? You've already kind of <laughs> lot you know, it's going to be harder to convince them. So,. Mm. What I try to do is find websites that have already published guest posts. Right. Because if they've already published a guest post in the past, they're therefore more willing to accept them. In and how future. do you do that, Kelvin? So, two ways. Um, first of them is the one that I kind of used most frequently and recommended in a presentation. And the second one was suggested to me after giving that presentation to someone who had a follow-up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the first is you go into Google. Um, you type in in URL, or one word. So, I-N-U-R-L. Yeah, Put a colon after it. Then write the word category, then forward slash, um, and then guest, right? After that, so it's category slash guest. Yes. All all of that is one word, no spaces in Ah, it. Ah, so it
0: will search for URLs with that string in the URL. Yeah, yeah.
1: Then what you need to do is after that, put a space and put in a a keyword related to your business. So you might put in URL category uh, category slash guest, um, and then write the word podcast. Right. So that would give you anyone who's ever published a um, guest post um, about podcasting where they've used the URL category slash guest post or category category slash guest. Right. Yeah. So that will only bring up people who have categorized their website in that way. But you will find in pretty much any keyword Probably 50 or 60 decent websites that have taken guest posts related to your topic. I've but just that, tried it and it works. Yeah. And the, the problem with that then is that, well, what if they didn't use that categorization, right? Mm. So if I, if, I, if I take a guest post from Andy on the site of his website, I might actually categorize that under podcasting mm. rather than guest. Yeah. So that's, that search that I've just done there wouldn't have brought that up. But there's actually a really interesting thing that most of the blogging platforms do. Um, where they specify um, who the author is. So, actually, rather than setting Andy up a, on my blog as a, a, a full blown writer, I might have a, an author set up called guest posts. And any of the guest posts I take, I put sure. under that author name. Yeah. So, to find those type of ones, you write in post author, all one word, put a colon, then follow that by the word guest. So, this is no spaces, in post author colon guest. In, in post author is one yep. of these strange Google keywords yeah. that you write at the beginning. Yeah. and right. it limits the search results to... So basically what you've then done is that has limited Google to only blog posts mm. where the author name is guest. So I could do it simply in post author colon Kelvin yeah. and find any blog posts that have been written by anyone called Kelvin. Um, and then what you need to do is put a space and put your keywords in. So in Andy's example, you'd put in post author colon guest podcasting. And that will bring you different results to the previous one. so between those two search results you can hit some really good um you know guest post opportunities so yeah worth checking that out I will. I understand most of you when listening to this podcast. You're on the move. You're on the road. You're, mm. you know, down the gym. Um, you know, walking your dog. So you probably won't be able to remember that. So I will include in the show notes Definitely. exactly I've, how to do that. I've
0: just tried it and I can verify it, it does actually work in Post Author colon guest space podcasting has yeah. brought up. So if someone four a
1: thousand odd results. Yeah. Now what you then need to do is process them and look and see which ones are legitimate and which mm. ones aren't. But. You'll find some. That's most definitely the Just case. Just as, as
0: a side issue, Kelvin, these what, what are they called, these funny little words you put at the beginning of a search string?
1: They Google sort of... Yeah, like, there's, there's not like an official name for them, really. Right. I, I kind of call them sit, Google syntax, yeah, um, yeah, but it's like query modifiers or... Yeah, it looks like uh, commands, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, um, search command. I think you... search commands is the most common way that other people yeah, refer to them. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's, it's worth having a look at how many there are, because I never realised there was an in-post author one.
1: Yeah, there's loads. <laughs> I mean, the in URL in post author yeah. um, site to restrict us to your site. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, Link. There's, yeah. There's loads of them. So, may, in fact, maybe that's an. I'll pop that in the an episode in its own reason. right. Sorry, own I'm right.
0: interrupting. That's what was good. what was the next tool that you were going to talk about?
1: Um, the next tool is um, it's actually an API, and I don't use the API, um, but it's Quirly, which is spelled Q W E. R-L-Y. Quirly. And Quirly is an API. I don't use the API, but if you go to Quirly's homepage, which is quirly.com, and type in someone's Twitter address, it might Mm. have their email address. If you put in their email address, it'll show you what their Twitter account is. If you've got their Facebook, you know, so it makes these connections between different profiles. Now, why is that useful? Um, That's useful because I know that if someone wants to ask me a favor, they could email me. And I'll get that email. It'll sit on my to-do list, and it, you know I'll I'll get round to it. Yeah. If someone at messages me, I'll see it within minutes because I've always got Twitter open. Mm. So if I want someone to link to me, actually I might be better approaching them on Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn than actually on email or vice versa. You know, okay. I might have someone's Twitter. So Quirly allows. It, it's not perfect, right? So if I put my name in there, it doesn't bring it all up. It does sound as a bit as, like the Police National yeah, Database. But as, as a starting point, if you want to try and find out people who you know on emails, Twitter account, try Quirly as a means of doing that. Dead simple, quick tool. No more time spent on it than that, really. But it's okay. worth interesting. So it's just a
0: way of finding out what other, whether yeah. on Facebook, etc., Twitter, y- yada, yada. Yeah.
1: Okay, brilliant. Um, and next on my list is a simple tool called, um, now sometimes you'll have... A list of websites, and you want to see which has got the most links. Now, many of the tools out there, Open Site Explorer, which is, you know, they've actually confirmed they're closing now. Oh, um, Sorry, not site, Yahoo! Site Explorer, they've confirmed yeah, they're okay, closing, yeah. Right. Um, there's alternatives like Majestic SEO and Open Site Explorer. Um, but they're not great at querying lots of websites. So you've got 20 websites, you need to know which one's got the most links. Um, backlinks.in, so backlinks.in um in being for india um is an open field which allows you to cut and paste in a list of i think it's up to 50 websites possibly even a few more um and tell you which of those how many links they've got now it doesn't give you all the in-depth data you get from majestic that you get from open site explorer but it's quick and in fact it actually pulls the data from open site explorer so it's the same data but just a quicker means of getting to that so if you've got a list of competitors you want to see who has the most links Use backlinks.in, you'll be able to get it very, very quickly.
0: That's interesting. I'm just yeah. I'm just playing with it now. <laughs> Carry on talking. No, that's cool. um,
1: and the final tool that I've got is called Crowdflower. Now some of you in the States may be familiar with a service provided by Amazon called Mechanical Turk. Now I, well, what I do know that one. Mechanical Turk allows you to do is um, outsource small tasks for small fees to groups of individuals. Now, you can use that in lots of different ways. It might be, can you find me a picture of this word? Or can you find me the email address on this page? Or do you think this this keyword accurately describes this photo and all these types of things? So it's great for simple, repetitive tasks. The problem is it, you can't get that all across the world. They kind of limit you to having a US postal address to do that. Mm. Um, and, you know, I've kind of seen it as quite useful for, okay, well, maybe I need to find out, um, you know, i need to find someone's twitter account or you know i need to find out the email address of this website or um i really like this podcast author his his 20 podcasts i listen to i'd like to find out um you know who the what the, the date they were first published and how many episodes they've got you know that type of you know it's not a complex task But there's lots of them, and I don't necessarily want to do them. I can get other people to do that. Now, the problem with that is, yeah, you can do it in the UK. You can do it in the rest of Europe. So there's another similar website. I've not used that extensively, but some people who I really trust use quite frequently a website called Crowdflower, which is similar to Mechanical Turk. Um, it's where you can get lots of people to do simple tasks that potentially might be quite repetitive. So worth checking out. If you've always wanted to use Mechanical Turk mm. um, but haven't been able to because you're in the wrong country, check out Crowflower.
0: Well, that's uh, very
1: useful information. Should we call this a wrap? I think that's it, yeah. I mean, if anyone comes across any websites or tools that they think other podcast listeners would find interesting, um, do let us know. Um, you can either send us a message on Twitter using the hashtag IMPC or drop me an email so that's kelvin which is k-e-l-v-i-n dot newman n-e-w-m-a-n at sitevisibility.com that's site spelled s-i-t-e and of course it's always in the show notes as well so yeah i'd love to hear of tools you're finding useful or if any of the tools we've recommended you've used you've liked you've not liked you've got a better alternative do let us know because you know that kind of feedback makes the show much better it does. And also, uh, don't forget, uh, we've got a special phone number that
0: I can never remember, but it begins with a zero. That narrows it down a bit, which I say in the end bit. So if you've got a sort of, um, if you don't mind your voice being on the show. In fact, if you want your voice to go on the show, you'll be famous. Uh, so if you've got a question or, or a comment or a bit of feedback, uh, leave it on that as well. But that's it. That's a wrap yeah. for today. I have been Andy White. I've been Calvin Newman,
1: and I'm looking forward to speaking to you again soon. See you soon.
0: If you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three two five six one five O. If you're inside the UK, it's oh one two seven three two five six one five O. And you can leave a voice comment or question. and We'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well, that's it for now. Andy White signing off until next week on Internet Marketing.